Yeah, those two voices go together. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of jazzy. Yeah. Like, um. Also sounded like a weird cartoon frog, maybe. I'm not sure. I like to think of a cartoon frog <laughs> in real life. I was like, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's the, it's the truth and news guy. It's the, yeah. That guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know him. All right. <laughs> I'm just making the point that those voices have been together before. <laughs> That's true. Um, as is tradition. Anyway, it is Goose Chase. We are back. Hi. 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 <laughs> like, who am I talking to? I'm talking to you. H- hello. Hi. Hi, girlfriend. Hello, boyfriend. <sighs> We're back. <sighs> Episode 75. Yes. We are three quarters of the way to the big hundo. Are we just going to mention how close we are to 100 oh, yeah. from this point on? Every single episode, <laughs> it's the countdown to the hundo. God, we started counting down a little early. Also, I'm only going to say hundo. <clears throat> it's it's cool. Cool guys say hundo. No, it's like one of those like fro-yo, <laughs> ho-cho things like it, maybe bogo. It is, but I like hundo. All right, hundo. It rolls nice. Okay. Hundo. Okay, hundo dollar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> episode 75. It is another day, a beautiful Austintown, Ohio day. Um, we had delicious pizza. Oh, my God. Customer Appreciation Day at Coca's Pizza. Specifically the one in Poland. Dynamite. Like where, it's right by work. Where else can you get a 16-inch pizza for like seven and a half Six bucks? $6.99. Oh, seven bucks? Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, seven bucks. That's insane. Super cheap. For It's normally ten ninety nine. Yeah. which is still a good price for that. But you can't, you can't even get anything close to little pleasies. Mm-mm. Not as good as that. No. Yeah. Uh, very good pizza. It's yummy. <laughs> Your promo code is <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Uh, and be sure to chase. be sure to order with promo code Goose Chase to get zero percent off on your <laughs> Coca's pizza. And also to get a quizzical, what's a Goose Chase from whoever you're talking to? Uh, yeah, that was really good. It was nice. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, uh, what what what, uh, what what are the updates here? What's going on? Uh, I got lunch with my dad last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah are we we're boring aren't we no i actually i wanted to talk about it because it was really nice oh that's nice um you didn't get to join but we nope. went to um uh the palms which is a bar lo- local here in youngstown I and like youngstown people don't even know about it um it's like in pockets like some people know it is kind of like a croatian and like Polish bar, like it. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> but also, they cook like chicken and ham and lamb on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to go early. Like the food doesn't start coming out till twelve thirty. But we got there at like eleven to get like tables and stuff. Yeah. And it, what you keep looking at that is no, everything no, no, okay? No, no, I'm just looking at our levels. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> okay. please ignore me. Um, it's the magic of the show, girlfriend. Don't tell them what I'm doing. I know, but normally you don't stare at it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> so we we went and did that, and we got I got ham and chicken, mm-hmm. and my dad uh, got lamb, and we met friend of the podcast Jen uh-huh. and her sister Steph and her dad there as well. Mm-hmm. They just had good old dad times. Led to some prime dadding. <clears throat> the dadding was 
at high volume. Top level dadding. Top level dadding. Never before have dads dadded so hard. We sang happy birthday to a stranger. That's nice. And they gave us cake. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) I think they actually gave us cake and then we sang happy birthday to that stranger, but still. That's actually a really good custom. If you have your birthday out somewhere and the room joins in, everyone gets cake. Also, they just bought way too much cake. I don't know who they thought they were buying cake for, but there were like eight of them and enough cake for 30 people. Oh, my God. It was like a huge sheet cake. (laughs) Like when the one guy carried it in, someone was there and was like, oh, my. And he's like, yeah, my dad went insane. (laughs) Just like went way too big on this. I was going to say, it's one of those things where like someone who doesn't normally order cake goes, yeah, just give me a sheet. And they're like, do you want to know how much They don't realize how big that is or how many people it's Yeah, I'll just have a sheet. Yeah. Uh, That sounds nice. Yeah, it was fun. They do great barbecue there. Uh, I managed to get a little taste of that. It's like smoked. Like it's not just like it's not smothered in sauce or anything. It's just like flavorful smoked meats yeah meat undecorated with various sauces and And, sugars and and they do it out in like a smoker trailer in the parking lot one of those big it's just huge metal object in the parking lot (laughs) just smoking the meats that's amazing oh damn can i tell you how bad i want a smoker i know how bad you want a smoker you've told me before i'm going to get one eventually and then from then on we won't eat anything else (laughs) I look forward to the day that I start clogging my arteries even more <laughs> yeah. in my cholesterol skyrocket. It's just going to be hams and chickens all the time. Hams and chickens. Mm-hmm. Or goose, right. I guess. We could have a smoked goose. I don't know. It feels want... wrong, doesn't it? No, you don't want to smoke a goose. <laughs> you want like crispy. You want the skin to get crispy because it's like mm. an oily. It's an oily bird. It's an oily old bird. <laughs> it's an oily old bird. That's true, isn't it? It's like yeah. a real greasy bird. Like, goose and rabbit oh. are both, like, they're very fatty, so you got to cook them just right. Yeah. Although we anyway. don't talk about eating rabbits on this show, as we have. No, that's as, the dog's job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the monster dog's job. Yes. Um... Yeah, well, uh, Laura has buns, so we don't want to. We don't want to eat those buns. We don't. We we. <laughs> that sounded weird. Laura has buns. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're very pro bun. We're pro bun. We don't suggest eating buns. We are pro bun, not anti bun. Yes, in many ways. <laughs> in, in all applicable ways. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, barbecue is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, do I feel short on material um, today? You started woodworking. Yeah. Did we did we talk about that? Last well, you time? might have mentioned that you wanted to, but yeah. So it's it's officially actually a thing that I'm doing now, which is super fun. Uh, but it has been very challenging and really hard to get over the feeling of like terror, like, terror, <laughs> fear of failure, anxiety about you know like uh, not being good at it yet. The kind of thing, like, I don't know if everyone approaches things they don't know that well this way, but... I don't know about everyone, but I feel like a good number of people do. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I feel like I have a hard time in that intermediate stage where I don't know very much at all, and... You have uh, a hard time letting yourself learn. Like, yeah. Like, getting through the learning curve. Right. Because um, you feel like you should be there already. Yes. <clears throat> but I'm getting better already. I'm really, like, the thing is, um, what I'm really working on is just really careful precision of cuts and measurements and just doing a really good job of being careful. Yeah. Um, 
I surprised you with how fast I am at using a miter saw. <laughs> that was harrowing. So the, I, the thing is, like, you weren't even close to it, but like, I started to use it, and I was being safe. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to. Like, I was doing everything right, but I went much faster than you had been going. Yeah. And you weren't even close to it, but you, like, had a guttural reaction. You're like, what? You, like, jumped out of the way and you made a, no a noise at me. Well, what happened was I was on the side of the saw turning on the shop vac when you kicked the <laughs> saw on while I was off to the side of it. So I went, whoop, probably ought to get behind that. And then you lowered it and just as if it was like a butter knife through butter, you just went whoop with the blade right through uh, and I, meanwhile, like every time I make a cut, I, I'm very, very slow and careful because I'm afraid something's going to go wrong. There was nothing wrong with the way he did it, <laughs> but it was just so much more decisive than I ever make a cut. So I just like like jumped back like, and, Whoa. 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 <laughs> and then, meanwhile, you were like, fine, no, this is fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, OK, so to understand this fully, I've never used a miter saw before, but yeah. Dave was using it when I came over. So I was watching how he was doing it, which, again, he was being very cautious. So I was seeing all the steps that he was taking. Yeah. And then our friend Chris was over and he asked Chris if he wanted to do it. So you had walked him through exactly what to do. Yeah. And I watched him do it. And then when I went to do it, you walked me through what I was supposed to do, even though I just heard you walk him through it. Right. So I now had like, yeah, like several, several different references of exactly how to do this. So I was like, yeah, I got this. You just, you do, you do this, you pull it back, you hold it down. So it turns on, you push it down, you push it forward. Right. Bam. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I like the miter saw. I the the miter saw is uh kind of a, kind of a joy to use. It's fun. The table saw is scary. The table saw is scary as hell. Yeah. As it, you should have a respect for a table saw. Yes. Um it also, maims people. Once it's in like once you have your work table the way you want it to be. Yeah. And like it's flush with it and at the right height and everything, it'll be a lot yeah. Less harrowing. I need a proper workbench where the saw is set down in it and the 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 saw table is parallel with the workbench so that my catch pieces just sort of go right onto the rest of the, the bench. Uh, yeah. Because as it stands, I had to rig up a system to catch the long pieces of plywood I was cutting yeah. uh, so that they didn't just fall off and then like grab onto the blade guard and yank that thing up in the air. Yeah. And that just scared the hell out of me. So. Yeah, there's 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 modifications I'm going to make. I'm going to eventually have like a proper workbench. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's a scary tool and you should be careful about these things. It's like I'm trying right now to undo like real serious fear that I built into myself mm -hmm. uh, because of like, you know, like that, like one incident where like uh, I didn't handle a table or a, a circular, circular saw stuff. properly. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to undo being afraid of my tools. Mm hmm. But you do have to respect stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it's like with anything that can be dangerous. Yeah. You should learn the right way to do it and mm. respect the fact that it can be dangerous. Right. It's the same thing with like anything, with guns, with anything. Like yeah. you, you owe it to yourself and the people around you yeah. if you're going to have these things to do it properly and to be safe because mm -hmm. they can be very dangerous. Yeah, they really can. I mean, like, <clears throat> where you get in trouble, where most people get in trouble is where they start to get into a habit of having used something enough that they no longer 
remember the potential danger that can yeah. come from using something like that. They become too nonchalant. Yeah. It's not to say, like, I, I want you to get to the point where you're not, like, right. being overly cautious right. and, like, still scared. But, yeah, it's good to keep doing the safe thing and not underestimate right. how dangerous something can be. I want to be comfortable with the tools without losing <laughs> that respect for them. Um, I do think that's Respect important. Respect the tools. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a weird, like, miter saw cult. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we worship miter saws now. I mean, I basically do. Mm-hmm. It's like I like I that thing. It. It's super fun. It's fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. And I think we were talking about the other day, and I, I think you made a good point, like, you're in a lot more control of it mm-hmm. in the table saw. Like, you're at the whim of the table saw. Like, it's right. in control of you. Because just the way the blade is set and everything, like, you're pushing something into it. Right. With the miter saw, you're pushing the blade into the wood. And so you, and you have, like, a little button you're pressing to turn it on. Like, yeah. it's so much easier to get yourself out of a bind with the miter saw and to right. not get into one in the first place. Right. And I could see how easy it would be to, like, mess up and hurt yourself with the table saw. One of the big things about miter saw safety is keeping... God, this is going to sound so <laughs> fucking boring to people. <laughs> I am so sorry that this became this old house. But anyway. It's okay. So you, you clamp your your, your piece that you're cutting down to the sort of miter uh, at the edge of the... the uh, Whatever, the fence, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and when it's clamped there, and if it's clamped level and clamped right up against the thing... There's not as much a chance that as you're cutting the thing, the piece can, you know, uh, bend in and catch the blade and go Move, flying yeah. out of there. Right. But the thing is, with the table saw, you're moving the piece. So <clears throat> the thing that keeps it from, you know, from the from the wood going into the blade the wrong way is you. It's not like the yeah. carefully clamped thing where it stays stationary. You just have to move it carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are there are a number of safety features that you know like you can have the blade guard and you can have the anti-kickback poles that sit on the back of the blade and the uh riving or riving knife i'm still not sure how to say that um and these these things that keep the wood from catching the blade and going flying into you and when they yeah, do go flying they, they go fast they don't keep you from putting your hand into the blade though <laughs> right that's the thing is like all this stuff like aside it's still like you are to use it correctly you're pushing your hand towards a blade <laughs> yeah you know, maybe it's a scary a, thing. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you could use a stick to push it and all that. But uh, still, it's yeah, it's scary. So I'm getting used to it. Uh, I'm making some cool looking stuff. I'm very excited about. But as am I. But you know what? I think it's time. You know, I think it just might be about that time. For that game. That classic game. Sweeping the nation. That game everyone loves so much. It's called Trues and Fnews. That's right, it is. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me why you wouldn't happen to mean. It's time for Trues and Fnews. Everyone's playing, everyone's playing. Famous game, famous game. The game that's taking the internet by storm. It's time for Trues and a Merv Griffin production. Trues and Fnews. Trues and Fnews? Yes, Trues and Fnews, that game, that classic news game in which I present to you two false stories, one true story. You have to discern which of these is the true story or the trues from the false story, the Fnews. Oh, 
God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just yawning. Fucking yawn. Um, oh, every, after how well I delivered You did that. deliver that well. Oh. And every time you say it anymore, I just, as soon as you start, I, I keep. You just like clock I, out. No, no. I think of the song Rat Limbog every single time. Like in you the start with the thing, this, the sprog with the cookie and the something The rhythm you the have is stick. like. Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah, I think it's how it goes. Um, bug in the cookie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, then. Uh, let's see. Number one. Um, the police department of Lawrence, Kansas, responded to tornado season this year by taking to Twitter to remind Kansans, please don't shoot at the tornadoes. <clears throat> I've been to Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> This seems real. <laughs> Number two, security guards in the Canadian Senate were fired in April for supergluing an iPhone to the floor near the rotunda entrance, taking video of people's frustrated attempts to pick it up and uploading it to their Facebook page. Okay. Number three, a Sudanese conservation ranger was put under arrest by a white rhino this week. When the rhino chased her to the back seat of her vehicle and rammed the door shut, locking her inside. All right. Give me that sweet, sweet recap. There's action. a theme, by the way. Did you notice there's a theme? It's all police and security stuff. Nice. Uh, you're doing a weird finger yeah, doing... waggle at me. <laughs> I know. That's, That's part of I the Psych Eggs podcast. That's how I celebrate that I have a theme. <laughs> Some, I always go into it thinking I'm going to have a theme, and then it never works out. I got a theme. I'm impressed. Thank you. By your theme. Uh, all right. Uh, number one again. <clears throat> the police department of Lawrence, Kansas, responded to tornado season this year by taking to Twitter to remind Kansans, please don't shoot at the tornadoes. <laughs> number two. <clears throat> Security guards in the Canadian Senate were fired in April for supergluing an iPhone to the floor near the rotunda entrance taking video of people's frustrated attempts to pick it up and uploading it to their Facebook page. Oh, jeez. Number three. A Sudanese conservation ranger was put under arrest by a white rhino this week when the rhino chased <clears throat> her to the back seat of her vehicle and rammed the door shut, locking her inside. Can you say the second one again? Sure. <clears throat> <clears throat> Security guards in the Canadian Senate were fired in April for supergluing an iPhone to the floor near the rotunda entrance, <coughs> excuse me, taking video of people's frustrated attempts to pick it up and uploading it to their Facebook page. Facebook page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's one truce. There's two news. Okay. I think I have my mind made up. Okay. All right. So my recap. Uh -huh. Number one, tornadoes ver versus bullets. Hint, tornadoes win. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, security guards are basically your annoying uncle who glues pennies to the ground. <laughs> and number three, that's what we call a Sudanese citizen's arrest. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? Man, those are pretty good. But There's a, there's <clears throat> a theme. <laughs> I'm impressed by your theme. I worked real hard at it. Um, I am going to go with number one as the trues. I, I think the Lawrence, Kansas police felt the need to remind citizens not to shoot tornadoes. Yeah? Yeah. 
Final answer. Final answer. You got it. That felt real to me. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't unprompted, by the way. I feel like that's worth mentioning. It was not unprompted. Someone tweeted something about, I'm going to run around shooting at tornadoes with, like, you know, like, drunk with, like, a shotgun or whatever. Yeah. And the Lawrence, Kansas, Kansas police felt a need to say, please don't shoot at the tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't out of nowhere. Uh, but, yes, they did take to Twitter to remind people, don't do that. Um, <laughs> I love that they had to do that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. Sure. I So my brothers used to live in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. So I had actually been to that place. Yeah. And I know, I've known several people who've lived in that area. So it's weird to like have a yeah. news quiz of a place I could actually imagine in my head. Yeah, right. Although it was a very long time ago, and I mostly just ate barbecue and played with Transformers. There's very little I know about Kansas. Mm. And tornadoes. It's flat. Okay. <laughs> Good barbecue. Good barbecue. Yep. That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, so that barbecue sauce that we got. Yeah, right. Overland Park. Yeah. Is where they're from. Super close to Lawrence. It's like. Okay. Basically same area. Right. We talked about that barbecue sauce on the last episode. <clears throat> yes. We did finally taste it. It was pretty good. Delicious. We made uh, pulled pork and we put it on that and pulled, pulled pork. pork. Mm. You know, we got all those buns and we ended up with more <laughs> buns than we meant to because yeah. we ended up with someone's someone's buns. We got, buns we, keep coming up today. This is a real bun-centric episode <laughs> of Goose It's a very bun-centric. It's true. Um, we bought eight buns, but then I went to the store to buy something else, and I, I came home, and I so they gave me a no, bag with more buns. We bought it. 16 buns, and you came home oh, right. with another eight. Making it a full count of 24 buns. Mm-hmm, 24 which, buns. Which was the second time that day we got home and went, This we didn't <clears> pay for this. Where did this <laughs> come from? Although, yeah, we had a weird shopping day. They did. I did pay for beans I didn't intend to buy. Yeah, I don't know where those beans came from. Neither though. do I. But we did pay for them. We did not steal them. The universe made up for it with free buns. <laughs> Apparently. See, everyone wins. Everybody you know? wins. Everything and shakes now out. Now we have so many buns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was an odd one that that happened. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you got it. Yay. Congratulations. Um, All right. Uh, so uh, why don't we move on <clears throat> for a second here? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to talk uh, for the middle segment uh, about something that I already told you about today, uh, but that I'm kind of excited about and I kind of think more people should do. All right. Which is... <laughs> As weird as it sounds in 2019, pay for the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finally decided to do something I've been waffling on for a while now, and I bought a digital subscription to the New York Times, um, which I think is a thing that, like, okay, so if, you, if, you're, if you're, like, any kind of, even remotely a news junkie, you end up coming across, like, a lot of different articles that... Uh, you know, like on different topics that you read about and you like, you know, like Google will send and recommend things to you or Reddit will like, you know, steer you towards things and, and you'll end up hitting that <laughs> inevitable paywall over and over again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is annoying. Um, but at some point it gets to be more than annoying because because there really is this thing of like top notch journalism is being done by top notch journalistic organizations and newspapers, you know, <clears throat> like. 
BuzzFeed is not going to bring you everything. Right. Uh, Politico or The Hill are not going to bring you everything. I'm torn by this because for for many reasons. I don't think it's a bad thing to have to pay for your news. Right. And I think it's a good suggestion. I just think most people won't. Sure. I and, agree. And so that is why, like, the majority of what you see is BuzzFeed and stuff because it's free. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just like we've we've always had to pay for our news, but then – it's like the internet made so many things free and easily accessible yeah. that it it's taken a while for media to catch up and be like, no, we need to find a way to monetize this because we're paying top notch journalists, and right. then we're just giving away every all their work for free. Well, so let me put it this way though: is like, how many things are you willing to spend fifteen dollars a month on? Yeah, Mo- most of us have multiple streaming services we subscribe to for about that price. Mm. Right. Um, people uh, like, you know, like whatever you, you're willing to pay for your phone plan or like the, the little like what you pay for Starbucks a month, like fifteen dollars a month is the regular price for a digital subscription to The New York Times. And that doesn't sound like too much. That's 50 well, right cents. now you got it for a, a deal. Right. Which is why I'm really bringing this up is I in, I kind of uh, I've been waffling on this for a while. Uh, but right now they have <laughs> a waffles. Well, waffles. Uh, they have a sale going on right now for if you, if you lock in right now, it's $4 a month for the next year. So that's one less Starbucks drink a month and you can, <laughs> I mean, really that's so little to ask or for any, a year's worth of quality, pretty journalism. much any coffee drink. Uh, and it seems really relevant right now, which is really why I'm bringing it up is. Um, uh, like regardless of where you sit on, uh, you know, like a lot of things that are happening in our national news right now, like it's a kind of a really important time to be paying attention. Yeah. Um, it (laughs) seems like some stuff that has been brewing for a couple of years is finally about to come to a head in Washington. We may actually, we may actually be looking at impeachment proceedings within the year. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot going on right now. The, uh, the, the attorney general may possibly be held in contempt of Congress and arrested, which is <laughs> unheard scary. Of. Yeah. Unheard. It's very scary. <laughs> Hasn't been used in. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. So the, the, uh, Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress, uh, years ago, but he wasn't like arrested, right? Like this yeah. is getting into like some really crazy territory. And it's like a really good time to be paying attention because we are seeing so much of this unprecedented, um, so my suggestion would be to like, now is a good time to actually pay for the news. Um, You're giving me a great idea here. Okay. <laughs> we, people need to be paying for the news. Let's uh, monetize Truesinf news. Let's put that sucker behind a paywall. Uh, yeah. You've got one free Truesinf news per month. Yeah. Uh, and, and then... This- and then you have to pay right. it's for like, that sweet, sweet truths and truths. We're just giving this to you for free, guys. It's, it's not, not work fair. Anymore. It's not right. Sorry. It's, you know, we've been giving it away for free for so long, it's just not going to happen anymore. So we are going behind. I mean, I've heard that before. Ooh, what? What? It's okay. <laughs> you said we've been giving it away for free for so long. And <laughs> well, it's like, that's, yeah, no, I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I did want to mention something else. Okay, what's that? <sighs> that made me laugh. Um, so last night I was talking to my mom, 
And I was just like upstairs in the kitchen with her and we're chatting and she was like scrolling through Facebook on her phone. Yeah. Like you do. Yeah. And um she was like she saw some article or something that someone posted and was like, This is ridiculous. And she like starts going on about like what this is. She's like, why do people even care about this? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It was something so you know, um a royal baby was born. Oh. And so did that happen again? Yes. All right. It happens so often now. Um, <laughs> so the article was something like the queen saying something about this and like being unhappy about it. But like the way I was like, she read me the article name and I was like, that sounds like satire to me. But my mom isn't that familiar. She, you know, oh is God. catching up. Please so tell me she's it was like the onion or click hole. She was railing against this. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> check check the source on that. Where's that from? Yeah. And she's like, the onion. I'm like, that is 100 percent satire. Like, anytime you see that, it wow. is a joke. It is 100 percent a joke. It's funny you mentioned this. I was recently looking under the news tab of uh, <laughs> Google where you can search for like something and then hit the news tab and you're looking at news articles. Mm-hmm. And the onion comes up in those results, but they have to put satire in parentheses after it every time because of stuff like this. Yeah. Like people don't know the difference. The onion is really good at what they do, and they're very good at making it just realistic enough that it catches your eye. Yeah. And makes you pay attention until you see that it's the onion. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I recognize the way they write their headlines now. Sure. So it it hits me immediately. Of, like, that's got to be The Onion or something like it. There was a great example years ago, <laughs> like quite a long time ago, where a some pastor at some mega church somewhere was, uh, you know, railing against some news art- article he had found about the corruption of America's youth. It was Harry Potter books spark <laughs> rise in Satanism among children. <laughs> and he thought it was serious. Yeah. He well, made it part of his sermon. <laughs> he is what, the, like, yeah. the onion, that onion article is poking fun at. Yes. Because that's a real concern for some people. Yeah. A dumb I, one, I would argue. I had friends that weren't allowed to read those books or see the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, I think that was the climate of that time. Like, a lot of very religious people um, just kind of you know, <clears> took <throat> what they were told about that kind of thing and were super cautious about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I lo- I love that that, ha- that that happens. When when I asked her the source, I was expecting it to be one I didn't recognize. Yeah. And then like I'd have to search for it and see if it was satire or not. <laughs> but when it was too beautiful. Yeah. It was just like the onion. I'm like, "Oh my god. <laughs> you should know this." <laughs> That's amazing. It was adorable. Now, do you remember what the article was by any chance? Um, it was something about the queen. I could probably find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you don't have to do that right now. We could do that after the break. All right. Um, which I assume is now. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so pay for the news. Uh, don't believe everything you read in The Onion. Uh, we will be back in a minute. We're charging you for truths and news. <laughs> yeah, so get out your wallets, suckers. <laughs> We're uh, going to make a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> if we even had a Patreon, what would it be? Um, like, seriously, what can we justify charging anyone for? It's mm, such a ridiculous thing we do here. Choosing news. 
I got it. I found the article. Okay. Is it Queen Elizabeth disappointed in new royal baby boy's lack of proper inbreeding? <laughs> and I don't think my mom, my, I think my mom took it as like proper breeding oh. and glanced over the fact that it was inbreeding. But right. she read the article name and she read it right. And she said inbreeding. I'm like, Inbreeding, like, but, but in her head it was like, oh, why is the queen so mean to her new grandson? Yeah, and why, why now? Like, yeah, they've been married, blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like, inbreeding, <laughs> mother, who's that from? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, the picture that they have of the queen with it is really good too. Yeah, skeptical looking. Skeptical queen. Yes. All right. Now it's time for a break. Now it's time for a break. We will be back in a minute with the main segment for this episode. So thank you for listening and please stick around. All right. All right. And we're back. And we're back. We are back. We are back. Um, should I talk about <laughs> the topic? I think maybe it would be a good idea if you did. Already. So I, what? It's about time. I'm I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, okay, I take it back. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make you apologize later. I apologize already. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I believe you. They don't um, want to hear us fight. Huh? They don't want to hear us fight. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Anyway. That's it. Nobody knows what that is. Yeah, nobody knows what that is. <laughs> and nobody knows what that is. Wow. It's a loop. This is not going to make any sense to anyone <laughs> listening. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I yes. told you. A little bit. Like I told you the topic already. We don't always do that. But I yes. I came across a silly detail that I just had to share with you the one night. Mm-hmm. But we are discussing Jay-Z Knight, Ramtha, and Shirley MacLaine. What? <clears throat> yes, these are things that all have a connection. Okay. So... Jay-Z Knight was born Judith Darlene Hampton in 1946 in Roswell, New Mexico. Aliens. Spooky. <clears throat> she was one of eight children, um, and her father was a migrant worker. They just, you know, didn't grow up with very much. Um, now she is called Jay-Z Knight. According to Wikipedia, Yeah. her... Jay-Z, it's not like the rapper Jay-Z. It's, it's all I can hear when you say that is Jay-Z. J period Z period. I can only picture Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, start with Jay-Z and then um, go as far away from Jay-Z as you can get. Like a real white lady. A real white lady with blonde hair. Okay. And then there you are. Um, okay. <clears throat> so... According to Wikipedia, but I couldn't find this verified anywhere else, the J and the Z stand for Judy Zebra. 
night. I, want, I really want that to be true. But that it's so means weird. That means that she named herself Judy Zebra Knight because she had to change it if she was born Judith Darlene Hampton. Right. So why? Why? Why zebra? Why zebra? Why zebra? I mean, Judy is still her first name. Sure. And Knight is a married name that okay. she gets later. Why but is she a zebra? Why zebra? What makes her a zebra? I don't know. And she doesn't explain it on like her website or anything. It's, she just is. That's actually really odd. Like of all things to not tell you about. But the thing is, I can't, I don't know why Wikipedia says like, I can't find it anywhere else. So I don't know if it's something that someone made up, but it also didn't have like, you know, like sometimes when there's a weird detail, it's like citation needed. It didn't yeah. have that next to it. So oh. I don't know. So the mods of Wikipedia somehow thought this they queen think it's stood okay. on its own. Yeah. But, like, even I read another article, and in that article, they reference the Wikipedia and say, according to Wikipedia, her name is Judy Zebra Knight. Ooh. But they're referencing Wikipedia. Like, they're like, yeah, we don't know either. Get on it, Wikipedia. <clears throat> Come on. Yeah, weird. Anyway, um, eventually Judy Zebra Knight worked in cable TV as she moved to Tacoma, Washington for her career. Okay. And... Um, Around that time period, she was told by a psychic that the Enlightened One would appear in her future. The Enlightened One. <laughs> yes. Also, um, at one point in time, apparently a Yaki, that's Y-A-Q-U-I, Indian woman, told her mother that baby Judy, she's a baby at the time, would one day see what no one else could. Now these are all <laughs> okay. The, the this these statements are taken from her autobiography. All right, which is called "A State of Mind: My Story," and that was written in 1987 or published in 1987. Okay. So in 1977, the following occurred: <clears throat> Jay Z and her first husband heard about pyramid power. Have you heard of pyramid power? I mean, like outside of just the magic of the pyramids or something? No. Yeah, it it's basically that the shape of the pyramid itself is powerful, and so ah. it can do amazing things. Yeah, like, like uh... sharpen razor blades and preserve <laughs> food through mummification. Okay. And I wrote down here, okay, <laughs> mummification occurs due to the dry atmosphere in the pyramids, mm-hmm. not their shape. But I I mean, why is there not Tupperware available in, in pyramid shape? <laughs> Seriously. Why can't there, I pack my lunch inside a pyramid? Maybe there is. So her and her husband heard about this, and they were all about it. Okay. They spent, in her words, a rather manic weekend making paper pyramids and placing various things inside of them. The examples given were dog food and cheese. Yeah, cocaine. <laughs> it sounds like. And she said her or kitchen meth, maybe. was just know. like full of these paper pyramids. They went to bed at like two or three, no, three in the morning. Okay. S- sounds like, <laughs> sounds me. like a stimulant to yeah. me. And uh, the next day she woke up. And they're in the kitchen, and she jokingly put one of the paper pyramids, like, on her head. Like, oh, it's going to preserve me. Ha ha. Um, and when she did that, she suddenly saw Ramtha. Okay. A, a vision of a seven-foot-tall apparition of golden glitter clad in a purple robe. He appeared in her kitchen, and... Um, <laughs> to this, I wrote, maybe he wanted a little snacky. 
being an enlightened one can work up a real appetite. Yeah, you get snacky being a god of the universe. So what he did say was, I am Ramtha, the enlightened one, and I have come to help you over the ditch. The ditch? She doesn't explain that. That's an odd phrase. I'm assuming she was going through a tough period in time. Sure. And spiraling out of control as evidenced by making paper pyramids all over her kitchen. (laughs) Okay. Until three in the morning. Gotta give it to Ratha. He knows how to spot a crisis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, ooh, this is a Mm. call for help. Yeah, we need to help this woman. So. Okay. All right. Um. And just like that, the new the new age entrepreneur was born. Bye bye. <laughs> That's how I wrote it. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, what? Her <clears throat> as an entrepreneur? Yes. Okay. So she began publicly channeling Ramtha, and I should explain she she channels Ramtha. So she will do different talks and whatnot. But she will basically switch into being controlled by Ramtha and will talk as this being. And her mannerisms change and her voice changes a little bit. Whole nine yards. So so she began publicly channeling Ramtha in 1979, doing national and international workshops and retreats. Uh, These were called Ramtha Dialogues. Um, Just a chit-chat with Ramtha. Yeah. Well, Ramtha chat. Well, tea time. Okay. Spilling the tea with Ramtha. <laughs> um, in 1987, she established her, like, her home base, I guess, in Yelm, Washington. Um, you know what this is reminding me of? Though I couldn't find any evidence that, like, the people of Yelm, Washington are particularly upset Okay. With her community she's built there. Oh. But that documentary of the people who moved in. Yeah. Like cult thing. What, what I'm was trying that? to remember what that uh, the uh the um oh the Rajneeshis. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> this is what was reminded wild, me of Wild Country, great documentary on Netflix. I read something that was like someone interviewed people in the town and most of them had favorable things to say. They were like, I'd rather wait on, you know, a a bunch more people from the like the Ramtha community than such and such community like they're always respectful and nice and blah sure um so just wanted to put that out there uh she originally like she had a thing going where she was trying to breed Arabian horses or something that's specific I didn't look into that too much but there's someone I'll talk about later I believe he was one of her husbands. He's where the last name Knight comes from. His name is Jeff Knight. Okay. Um, I think he was her second husband. I don't think he was the pyramid husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. You would think that having like a crazy weekend building pyramids together would uh, would would be something Fortify that would bond, your relationship. bond you forever. And seeing a seven foot tall golden <laughs> purple robed individual you would know, not scare anybody off. We didn't get his perspective on what <laughs> happened in that kitchen, did we? No, we did not. Yeah. I'd be very and, curious And, like, to know. The, the anecdote of it, she calls him, like, on her website, she tells a story in her words, and she refers to him as Einstein. But I could what, not. the husband? Yeah, but I could not find any, like, I tried looking up, like, what the name of her first husband was. Yeah. And I couldn't find any 
like reference to that. Okay. And some people refer to Jeff as her first husband. So I don't really know what's sure. going on there. Okay. And I didn't have time to care about that's a, that. That's relatively <laughs> small detail in the midst of all this. <laughs> um, I do want to quickly point out that today she has approximately 6,000 students of Ramtha. Today? Yeah. Relatively speaking, whatever the article was written, but yeah, approximately 6,000 students. Wow. Actually, that was from Wikipedia, so whenever it was last updated. That's kind of a lot. That's more than I would think. Yeah. But I haven't heard the entire <laughs> revelation yet, so yeah. maybe well, I'll be persuaded. get ready. So, who is this Ramtha character? <laughs> He's an entity that Knight channels. Um, so she purchased that property in Yelm, Washington in 1979. I don't know why I put that in that part, but anyways, I already <laughs> talked about that. So... Uh, Ramtha is, he was part of ancient Lemuria. Uh, that was where he lived. Oh, okay. That's why I put that there. Supposedly, Yelm, Washington was part of ancient Lemuria. So that's one of the reasons she settled there. Oh, wait a minute. So this part of Washington state, she thinks is this <clears throat> ancient part Lemurian. Part of Lemuria, yeah. Okay. All so, right. So it was wow. where Ramtha lived before migrating to Atlantis it, to free his people um, from the tyranny okay. there. And he was 14 years old when he did that. Um, he conquered two-thirds of the world, the world at the time. Yeah. Uh, he was the head of an army of two and a half million people. And at one point he was run through with a sword. It's other references say he was betrayed and run through with a sword. Mm. So he took some time off. He uh, sat on a rock for seven years and meditated. He So then he became enlightened. And uh, he taught his body to vibrate at a high frequency. And in some stories say that he then he went back to his troops, essentially, and taught them everything he knew about his enlightenment for 120 days. And then they watched him ascend. Wow, you know, okay, so it's, it's striking me that there's elements of, like, other sort of, like, uh, religious figures in here. Yeah. The, the meditative, like, uh, the uh, developments like the of Buddha. Uh, the Buddha, the, uh, the running through of the sword and later ascension of Jesus Christ. Yeah. and I'm not sure where the vibration thing comes from. Also, like, they seem to believe in, like, past lives. Yeah, right. Um, Which is, like... But there's also Hindu like, and other religions. Like Muhammad was like a general. Yeah. So like the, you get all these elements of like <laughs> big world religions in here. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. There might be a reason for that. Yeah, we'll get to that it later. May well be. So, what are the beliefs and teachings? Yes. Well, what did I will Ramtha tell teach us? you. There's four main tenets of Ramtha's philosophy. Uh, the statement that you are God. Ooh. The mandate. To make known the unknown, the concept that consciousness and energy create the nature of reality, and the challenge to conquer yourself. Wow. So those are the four main tenets. <laughs> those don't seem. Those don't <clears throat> seem. You know, in a way that sort of seems like a, like a like a table leg, a chair, and a napkin <laughs> makes a dining set. Like how are those like the complete tenets of a religion? They're like they're just so broad. They don't seem well, to cover everything. There's a lot to it, but that. Those are like the cornerstones. Okay. So 
it's very into internalization of divinity. So that statement, you are God, or also God is in you, or behold God, like the, this whole idea is very new agey and it's very much yeah. like you are in control of your destiny. Right. Um, and very similar to other new age philosophies, like the secret, like uh-huh. you can, you know, create your own good luck kind of thing. Like you can make things happen. Which inherently appeals about to them. people, like <clears throat> in mm-hmm. a big way. So Knight claims that Ramtha brought knowledge to many civilizations including like ancient Egyptians. And she suggests that traces of Ramtha's teachings and philosophies have appeared throughout history, um, like the work of Socrates in Hinduism, in Judaism, in uh, the work of Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo. Okay. Um, so basically suggesting that Ramtha taught these people or taught people and the messages got passed down. Okay, so like these are all like like so various periods of revelation. That's her explanation why it shares so much with other religions and in other stories, because it all came from Ramtha. That's very convenient. And then trickled down. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds it sounds legit. It verifiable, right? <laughs> it's very very. You could prove that. Um, <laughs> all right. So it's. A mixture of Jungian, Jungian philosophy, Western yeah. occult traditions, positive thinking attitudes, like New Age beliefs, like I mentioned. Um, and Jay-Z Knight channeling Ramtha has made, she's made many predictions throughout the years. Um, most of them have either failed to come true or are too vague to verify them. Okay. And I wrote, maybe because she's, you know, cold reading. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, like this is this is a thing we've talked about a number of times on this show. But if you're broad enough and people are willing enough to believe that you're going to find something. Yeah, instead of like cold reading in a small group of people, she's cold reading in like these large groups that she's doing these yeah. for. And she's cold reading at them, not like to them yes. individually. You're or she's cold likely. reading just like at the world, like... Right. These predictions and You're very likely to have a hit. Yeah. When when you're playing that large audience. Or for it to be vague enough that you can make a lot of different things fit it. Sure. And get a hit that way, but like not really be able to verify that she was talking about a specific thing. Yeah, right. Um, She predicted that there would be a Holocaust in 1985 and also that the USA would be in a major war in 1985. So that did not happen. Yeah, not really. But no, we were still in the middle midst sure of the Cold War, right? I yeah, I didn't hear. Uh, I didn't read anything specific about her justification for why these didn't come true. Yeah. But I'm familiar with other people who make these claims, and a lot of what they will do to justify it is be like, "Oh, well, I mean, the word Holocaust. I mean, we think of it as this." big thing but really oh. it could be on a spiritual level there's a spiritual holocaust happening or you know yeah. stuff like that hey where'd those goal posts go exactly oh someone where moved them 
<laughs> where it's it's the same idea people will talk about the apocalypse and then it doesn't happen and they'll be like well it's not the apocalypse you're thinking of yeah, it's right. a spiritual apocalypse what's that guy's name who is now deceased who kept predicting the apocalypse i never you know i never knew about. his name but i know who you're talking yeah, about it's that same thing though where it's like oh, every it, 20 years it was a new one right and when it doesn't happen he goes ah i must have got something hold on uh, let me just let go me back read and, let me crunch the numbers just go back and boop 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 oh wait it's 10 years <laughs> <laughs> so uh when she channels Ramtha, yeah. Knight speaks mostly Eng- English with an Indian Raj kind of accent. Ooh. Um interesting. She speaks kind of simplistically. She acts a little bit differently. Um I read like one person's account, firsthand account of like seeing her speak at one point and saying that. She she got way more masculine. She seemed way more like of a presence. Okay. Um, which is one person's interpretation of sure. what they saw. And, you know, acting is a thing. So Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure that that would be uh, uh, something that someone could convey if they wanted to. But it yeah. is interesting. I'd like to see what that looks like. I didn't really look at any videos her, of her channeling, but I'm sure... They exist. There must be some, right? In there, I will talk about some of them later. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she acts differently. Uh, she has a deep, little bit deeper voice, more stern tone. Um, she expresses confusion over some modern items. However, she understands, or Ramtha understands, complex issues like modern physics, quantum field, neurology. These are topics that come up a lot. Yeah. Uh, when she's channeling. Um, Wait, so that's okay. So just to just to clarify, then that sounds like that that Ramtha is not like uh, like omnipotent or omniscient in the sense that Ram he he doesn't know the future. It sounds like he just sort of knows everything of the present. In the past, he's been around for past. a very long time. Right, but 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 he doesn't know the future kind of thing. Like he couldn't he couldn't. Uh, be, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know enough. I couldn't even dig into it quite enough to see exactly what they think okay they believe a lot of things so yeah. i wouldn't put it past them to think there's some like because she does predict the future yeah, at times true. so yeah. there's got to be like some of that in there okay but i i don't know how much exactly but it's just it's more like the the un the everyday trappings of modern society he doesn't get you know because okay. he's from thirty five thousand years ago okay Interesting. um so she claims that everyone can learn to create their own reality. And I'll talk about that a little more in a minute. Yeah. That's one of the like tenants, one of the of this. So want to get into some controversies. Okay. There's a lot. I got like a whole page of controversies. <laughs> I see that. It's just <clears throat> headed controversies. So there are a lot there's lots of criticism <laughs> from skeptics. Uh-huh. Um, As I can understand. So that whole create your own reality idea. Yeah. It's a philosophical paradox. And Julian Beghini in his book, The Pig That Wants to Be Eaten, (laughs) points out that if this were the case, if everyone just could actually create their own realities. Yeah. And it comes back to that like quantum idea that Ramtha is real into. Um, <laughs> you would get to a point where someone would create a world in which no one can create their own realities. 
Right. Like, so you you run in a circle. Like, you can't have that. That doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> well, yeah. Like, to use the word again, you cannot have multiple omnipotent energies in the universe. Like, you, can, yeah. you can't because, the like, it's a, it's a zero-sum <laughs> game, right? Yeah. And also, like, what, what if the reality I created was indirect, like... Yeah. contradiction with the one you created in your mind. Like, everyone can't be creating their own reality. Case in point, my perfect reality would feature only smooth peanut butter, as it is the only peanut butter worth eating. Yeah, and in my future reality, you are replaced with a giant tub of crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> Wait! I'm replaced? Mm-hmm. Oof. Well, all <laughs> only right. Only because you said that thing about the creamy peanut butter. Good example, though, because how could both of those, how could I both be the god of a smooth peanut butter universe and be a giant jar of crunchy peanut butter? I think we can agree that couldn't happen. Either it couldn't happen or you would have <laughs> a great deal of <laughs> a cognitive dissonance to deal with as a jar of crunchy peanut butter that... Overseas aroma of creamy peanut butter. And sure, perhaps there might be a veil over my crunchy eyes in which I don't know <laughs> that crunchy I'm in fact eyes. a crunchy jar of peanut butter. Perhaps there could be some justification for this, but I highly but doubt probably it. probably not. Yeah. So another skeptic <laughs> that had some things to say was one of our favorites, James Randi. Oh, uh, yeah. He basically, I think he, he spoke about her a little bit, but the main thing that was mentioned on Wikipedia that he said... Um, is that there's no way to verify her teachings. Yeah. There's like literally, literally nothing you can latch onto and verify here. Can't can't verify <clears throat> it, and it's unfalsifiable. Yeah, and it's for like... for anyone who doesn't know, James Randi was he was a magician, and he was very into debunking yeah. these like these claims, and also a, he had a cash prize for anyone who could legitimately prove. I think they still have it. Yes. Who could legitimately prove that they had whatever abilities they were claiming to have. Supernatural power. Yeah. And so they would set up tests and they the person would agree to the test ahead of time. There's other organizations that do this too. Mm-hmm. I think there's the IIS, I think it is, that does this. Um, anyway, yeah. it, they, they set up a test and they run it by the person and make sure it sounds fair to them. And then... If the person doesn't back out, which a lot of times they do, yeah, they go through with the test, and no one has, yeah, no one's claimed passed. the prize yet. Yeah, right. So, yeah, he says there's there's no way you can verify this. Like he, there'd be no way for him to create a test that could prove that she is, in fact, doing this. Because sure. in order to do that, you would actually need to be able to like contact Ramtha. Yeah, you, you or you know, verify that Ramtha even existed. Yeah, you would need a baseline of proof beyond mm-hmm. just some woman acting as if she is someone else. Yeah. So another person who had things to say about this is Carl Sagan, mm-hmm. in his book *The Demon Haunted World*. Um, he wrote that the simplest hypothesis to explain what's going on with Jay Z Knight is that she's making it all up. Like, it, it's the simplest way sure. to explain everything that's going on. Good old Occam's razor. And he said in, in order to, like, actually try to verify if this is legitimate and if Ramtha was a real being, he has a list of questions for Ramtha. Ah. Um, and included in that list are things like, what were the indigenous languages and social structure of, like, at the time that you existed? Yeah. And physically. 
And what was the writing like? And how do we know that you lived 35,000 years ago? Sure. Um, and instead of answering any of these questions where he says we're only offered, you know, banal homilies. Yeah. Banal? Is that how you say that? B-A-N-A-L? Banal? Uh, I would say banal. Banal homilies. Yeah. Um. So other people have said, you know, all you need to do to disprove that this is real is just look at Ramtha's story yeah. itself. Okay. Because supposedly he's from Lemuria and then went to Atlantis. Yeah. And both of these places are places of legend. There's no proof either of them existed. He yeah. supposedly led an army of two and a half million, which contradicts the population estimates of the time, 33,000 BC. Ah, um, that's interesting. And there's no proof that she's actually clairvoyant, telepathic, or telekinetic, as she claims to be. There's no way to prove that. See, that's the thing is like <clears throat> telepathic and telekinetic are things you could actually prove. Yeah. If you had those powers, you could prove it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could line up three people, have them think of things and, and predict them. And that's there's your telepathic. Yeah. And, and if you get it correct more of the time than what random yeah. odds would. Right. A statistically significant number of hits. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to happen ever when we do this. No. Yeah. So part of this controversy is Jeff Knight, one of her husbands, I think her second husband. Okay. Um, so I mentioned the weird thing she had going with the Arabian horses. Yeah. I think the reason she got into that was because it, it was a tie to Ramtha some way because. Ramtha loves horses. He loves horses. Everyone I knows don't that. I really know. So um, I think Jeff entered the picture around that time. Okay. And. He, I don't know how he learned about her or what, but he did believe in her teachings. Like, I, that's why I know he wasn't the first husband because oh, okay. he came in after she was already doing this and he really did believe what she was saying. Yeah. Um, For a time at least. But really she kind of brought him in and he got close to her because uh, he knew about horses. Like, he knew this whole business. Okay. And I think there's, like, some, there was some controversy, like, that he, she cheated on her husband with him, or she left her husband because of him, something like that. But okay. he was the horse guy. Like, he knew the horses. Okay. And so she, she was in that for the money, specifically. And he was gonna, breeding very expensive horses, yeah. I guess, you know. Um... So, they did eventually divorce, and he sued her mm. because at one point he he got HIV. Oh, and then it progressed to AIDS, oh, and no. he he blames her because in some ways because she told him not to get treatment because Ramtha said he would cure him. Oh, wow. So you don't need to worry about getting treatment. So had he gotten treatment, it might not have progressed to full-blown AIDS. That's that, Okay, so that's kind of a horrible thing for someone in a position of, like, influence <laughs> over someone else to do. This is... Is tell them not to pursue so treatment that might save their life. you can say and do a lot of things. Yeah. But when you start saying <clears throat> that, that your belief system is, like... 
curing things. Yeah, that you can prevent. Is when you get people. really dangerous. Yeah, because you things like this happen. Yeah. Like where you could have lived longer, you could have prevented something worse from happening had you gotten actual treatment. Yeah. But you believe so strongly in this that you didn't. That's really sad. Yes. Um, I'll talk about him a little bit more later. But and She held on to his name, too. Yep. That's... Um, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, she still goes by Jay-Z Knight. <laughs> Fucking ice cold. <laughs> he he also claimed that her channeling is a money-making farce. It's mm. all made up. And he also said something about the fact that, like, to anyone who's still following her, you're in a dangerous group. Like, this is not... On the yeah. up and up, it's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. Um, it seems like the more the more invested you are in it, the more dangerous it can be for you, like so yeah. many other of these things. <clears throat> I I think at one point, when I went to find the quote, I couldn't remember where I had seen it, like which of my sources I saw it. Yeah. So I couldn't find it at the time. But I remember reading that, I think it was him that said it, that she said something along the lines of HIV or AIDS. I don't know which one she said. Yeah. Is God's way of getting rid of homo the homosexual population. Fucking ew. Yes. Boo. That is one of many very problematic <clears throat> statements that either Jay-Z and or Ramtha Fucking boo. has said. You know, I'll I'll throw it out there for what I feel like must be the thousandth time. <laughs> I uh, I have no respect for any homophobic god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't see it. I no. just can't see not, it. Not cool. Not okay. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of problematic statements. Oh, boy. Here we go. One of the main articles that I got a lot of information from was from um, a website called Alternet, and the name of it is Ramtha, New Age Cult Leader Unleashes Drunken, Racist, Homophobic Rants to Large Following. It's by <laughs> Susie Buchanan um, with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay. So June 2014 is when this article's from. It's when this happened. Wow. Um, she, she is um, giving one of her talks mm -hmm. to her followers they're doing something that apparently they've been doing for a long time, which is a wine ceremony. She started doing these since 1996. Uh, apparently they believe that wine grapes were brought to Earth by extraterrestrials terrestrial, in 450,000 years ago. What? And so that's like a thing. I think Ramsa might possibly be an alien. I'm not real. I don't have confirmation on that, but there's like a weird extraterrestrial thing happening too. But like given all the fermentable sugars on earth, why wine grapes? <laughs> I don't know. That's dumb. So because she likes wine, David, she wants to drink her wine. <laughs> It's she wants to be able to get drunk <clears throat> while she's doing these things. She's it's been doing them forever, and it got boring. <laughs> Let her get drunk. All right. Let her turn it into a giant drinking game in which her followers have to drink whenever she drinks, <laughs> which is what they actually You're do. You're just describing alcoholism. That's yes, all but that also is. that's what they do. Really? It's a giant drinking game. They drink what she drinks? Everyone has to take a drink whenever she takes a is drink. Is that actually what they're doing? That's what they do. That's weird. Yes. It's very strange. <laughs> Never heard of any other leader doing that. Wine I, I can only imagine she's just trying to get 
keep them drunk enough that they don't realize the crazy stuff she's saying and doing. So I, I find that <clears throat> whole thing very confusing, the wine grapes thing. But anyway, there's a whole hot mess of like a story behind the person who captured this happening but someone recorded it okay and and jay-z has feelings about why she this person recorded it not stop it don't move your eyebrows whenever i say (laughs) (laughs) jay-z night i'm just gonna say night i know um i'm just gonna call her zebra so zebra recorded it (laughs) or or no someone else recorded it and she has feelings about why that person did this but I'm, it's not important for me to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that that's a thing. Sure. So in these recordings of this event, she disparages Catholics, gay people, Mexicans, organic farmers, and Jews. <laughs> <laughs> she really runs the gamut. I was going to say, like, she hit a couple of the ones I was expecting, but not <laughs> all of them. It zigzags with the <laughs> organic farmers. It's going a direction, and then woo. Man, that's like. And she brings it back around with the Jew hate. I was gonna say it's like she. <laughs> it, she disparages uh, black people and Mexicans and gays and watermelon farmers and uh, the blind. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> um. Apparently, the thing she said about the organic farmers is something about, like, them not bathing frequently or something. I don't know. Where it's, the hell does that come from? I don't know. That's so specific. So um, I wrote one quote of one thing she said, and I was going to write all the other things. And I was like, I am not talking that hatred. I, like, don't want to talk about all the horrible shit she said. Right. Just know that she said horrible things about all these groups. Sure. And probably more. Um, I think it's fair enough to just say whatever you <laughs> think she said, she said that. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I did want to say one to give you the idea of the kind of things she was saying so you understand how bad it was. Uh-huh. She said, uh, fuck God's chosen people. I think they have earned enough cash to have paid their way out of the goddamn <gasps> Gas chambers by now. Oh no! That's what the spiritually enlightened being Ramtha. Oh my God! Is saying through Jay Z Knight. That's like even more anti-Semitic than I thought. It's it's not even slightly. It's like full bore. It's like it's not even that like sort of like casual anti-Semitism. It's it's, it's real not like nasty. the kind of anti-Semitism that like an old older person that you know would say, <laughs> and you go. Yeah, right. No. No, that's like uh that's like <clears throat> third Reich anti-Semitism. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. In a second here. Jesus. So yeah, so basically that that's where I, I wrapped that up. That's the like That's evilest. one of the things she would say. That's like I don't like even yeah. that I said that. That's like one of the evilest things it. that I have heard someone say in a while. And that's 2014, too. Yeah. It's like, that's recent enough. Yeah. That there's it's, zero. It's bad. It's no bueno. Yeah. You Do not like. You couldn't even rely on like, like oh, it was the past. Everyone was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Speaking of Nazis. Yes. Um, So she teaches students things like to be sovereign to hoard gold and prepare food and supplies to survive for two years after one of the many natural disasters that she predicts that never happened. Uh Um, So she is also quoted on a neo-Nazi web forum called Stormfront. I know about Stormfront. They're the neo-Nazi web (laughs) forum. They quote her. 
on there. Okay. Because her her belief system, like, it's very in line with the things that they believe. There's overlap. The idea, her ideas about, um, well, Ramtha's ideas, I guess, about how the Holocaust ha- happened. There was a whole, like, blurb wow. about it that she said as Ramtha, but I, I didn't write that whole thing down. But, yeah. Sure. Okay. So that's a thing. Um, another problematic thing. <laughs> there's just so much. Um, in 2004, they made a documentary. I'm putting that in quotes. Called "What the Bleep Do We Know?" I wait. Hold on. They made that. <clears throat> yes, that is Jay Z Knight. Holy shit! Okay, that's that- all about. That's semi autobiographical. About Jay-Z Knight and Ramtha in this whole thing. No shit. That went very mainstream. Yes. That, I had, had no idea. It had Marley Matlin in it. Who? She is an, an actress that I am aware of, but mm. she's also happens to be deaf. But she was on a very popular show that I was into a while ago, and she's been in a bunch of really okay. good things. But yeah, she was in that, and I was like, oh. Yep. That film was very mainstream. Uh, it was like yeah. well known by people. I didn't see it in fairness, <laughs> but I knew I remember that it was essentially like something philosophical, all kinds of weird quantum sort could of. Watch it for free on YouTube. The thing is in its entirety on YouTube. I okay. watched a little bit of it. It's very weird the yeah. way it's done. Like it's it's part like you know how you're watching a show that's based on like true stuff, like forensic files or something. Right. And there's someone who's telling you the story. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then they'll show people acting it out. Yeah, so like there'll be like dramatizations. It's kind of like that where it's like a documentary where you have these professionals of some kind talking about a thing. Yeah. And then you have like a dramatization of something happening. It has to feel cheesy. Very. Yeah, like I can, I can picture that. It's like watching like a like one of these uh, cop shows or uh, like uh, whatever, where it's like uh, within the first ten minutes or so. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, so I think her name is Marley, but Marley Matlin plays. I guess it's supposed to be a representation of Jay Z Knight. Okay, but she plays the main character, so to speak. Sure. And within the first ten minutes or so, you see her basically having multiple concurrent lives, like concurrent realities at the same time. And it, she's like with a man and, and goes to the theater and watches some movie. Uh-huh. And then there's another instance where she's by herself at the theater watching that movie. Okay. And there's another instance where she's with someone else watching that movie, but this time she has glasses. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, whoa! You mean the glasses dimension? <laughs> yeah. So then they whoa. leave. They leave the theater, and she like encounters her other selves okay. and like sees them, and is like, oh, and has this moment with one of them where they like actually. I swear see each the sounds. I swear I saw that. <clears throat> you might have. It sounds very familiar to me. So that's like I didn't really watch too much further from there, but there there's all these you know, professionals and scientists who talk about, like, they get into, like, the quantum stuff and the different realities and blah. Yeah. Um, What what probably now will feel like pseudoscience and a lot of the things that have, like, (laughs) since been actually debunked. I I think... So I, I think it resonated with a lot of people and got mainstream because it was probably the first time someone who is not, like, 
you know, Carl Sagan and like actual physicists and things yeah. were talking about things like this. Sure. And probably doing it in a more approachable way that and sounded like it made sense. This is a thing that I remember happening very clearly. It was like <laughs> a wave of pseudo intellectualism around like these like, hey, man, there could be a universe where we're enemies or where we're well, dogs. It was, like, or... it was like this idea that got put out there in. Yeah. And it was like a theory, but then people took it and ran with it and was like, no, this is scientifically backed up that this is like a thing. And I, I, I think if I remember correctly, and I, I, don't, I don't think anyone could understand this that's like a layman, but I'm pretty sure what they did at the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Large Hadron Collider and finding the, the Higgs boson and all that has mm -hmm. like more or less disproved the possibility of multiple concurrent realities, right? I think Or at so. least that's what they think they found out? Yeah. So it's like we could finally stop talking about that as a possibility. But no, these things snowball and they take on a life of their own. Yeah. So um, there's no taking that documentary back. But <laughs> that itself is not the problematic part, though it's not good. Right. Um, there is someone who appears in that documentary who is like a part of her inner circle. His name is Ledwith. I think he's Irish. He was a priest okay. for a long time. He resigned in 1994, mostly due to allegations of pedophilia. All right. Uh, he settled out of court on that, but he was defrocked by the Vatican in 2005. I really like the verb defrocked. Yes, so do I. Okay. That's why I included it. <laughs> as long as we're in agreement that defrocked is a great, great. word. Um, meanwhile... He is a part of her inner circle, and he appears in this documentary yeah. in 2004. He was defrocked in 2005, so, like, after this documentary. Oh. Um, but, yeah, just keep in mind, like, potential yeah. pedophile former priest, yeah. very close with I wonder what he had to contribute. Um, I, I read that, like, she makes some comment about, like, fuck God or something like it, just, it was something and then he pops and then, in a frame to be like yeah 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 he, he's there and he like laughs <laughs> that's all I read I didn't get that far into the documentary that's I think so that it also has a sequel or they were going to make a sequel because there's a trailer for it okay. so I'm not quite sure if that ever happened or not wow but now, yes I'm, I feel like I'm gonna have to watch this now uh, yeah we uh, we probably will yeah <laughs> um also I didn't really read into it at all because there was already just so much but uh, there was a headline that Ramtha is a Trump fan so <laughs> then that might have been a part of some ramblings at one point because of course he is yeah I'm not surprised um, <laughs> wow okay so let's talk court cases very briefly here oh really there's been legal action against her well Mostly, she's mostly her. She's a little bit litigious, oh, let's say. So, okay. lady named Judith Ravel also claimed that she could channel Ramtha. Now, you can see how this is problematic. You can't <laughs> have two people channeling the same spiritual being, especially for trying to corner the market and make money off of it, because then what if she says something that directly contradicts you? Yeah, and the then you're under fire. What if the Ramthas don't agree? Yeah, especially if you're spewing hateful bullshit and then she's not, and she's like, well, your Ramtha is not the real Ramtha because he would never say that. So this court case is naturally named Ramtha v. Ramtha, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So she um, 
goes to court over basically copyright claim because she has all this stuff with Rantha like copywritten and sure all that stuff. So she did win that. I would I would have a hard <sighs> time seeing that she wouldn't win it. Yeah. Then there's another lady called White Wind Weaver, um, who was a follower of Jay Z Knight. Yeah. And she went to multiple of her events and then started hosting her own, like, teaching events. So uh-huh. she was sued uh, by Jay-Z Knight and Jay-Z Knight won. I think she got, like, $10,000 or something. I have a hard time figuring out how you can't just have your own gathering. I think she was basically teaching, like, Jay-Z yeah. Knight's teachings. It was close enough that they're like, yeah, you can't just, like, go and learn someone's information and then go try to sell it as your own. Oh, okay, yeah, like trade secret kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Weird. Um, then uh, the event I talked about earlier of this video of the drunken, hateful ramblings at the event. Yeah. Um, she's taking legal action about uh, against the person who put that out there. Yeah, um, I, I can see. <clears throat> And then also, I thought I wrote it in here, but Jeff Knight was suing her as well. He sued her for the whole, like, encouraging him to not get treatment thing. He lost. uh, He lost that. They they settled or they decided against him on that. Wow. And he was going to file an appeal, but he died before he could. So he didn't get to do that. That's sad. Yep. There's um, the first thing I saw about Jay-Z Knight. Like, I went to YouTube. I was like, let's see what I can find. First video I clicked on was Jeff Knight talking about this. Obviously, before he passed away, um, about how he feels about all this. It was an interview. And there there are many comments. You know, I like to scroll the comments when I'm reading, when I'm watching a video. Which is usually a bad idea, but yeah. whatever. But in this case, like, I, I want to see what's going on down yeah. there. Like, As do if, I. If people are, like, still into Jay-Z Knight or if they, like, right. mostly people, like, side with him or what. On a topic this so, specific, you kind of have to read the comments. Like, the big general videos yeah. that everyone watches, you don't want to read that. But right. something this specific. It's, that's just vitriol, mostly. But th- exactly. this is a little more specific. Yeah. So, um. It's there were definitely some supporters of hers in there, and it seemed like there were a couple people who had met him. Mm-hmm. Um, most of which spoke of him favorably. The ones who said they knew him, that yeah. he was a nice guy. Like basically, he he was nice. He seems to be genuine, sort yeah. of thing. Um, so yeah, I didn't even watch that whole video. It was like forty five minutes to an hour long, but it's an interview. Um, Mostly, what, just him talking about his experience him, with Jay-Z Knight? And, him uh, being interviewed by someone who's asking him questions about the whole ordeal and Jay-Z Knight and how he got involved and and the whole HIV thing and yeah. all of that. That's so incredibly <clears throat> sad. Yup. Wow. Um. So, I quickly, just because I said I'd talk about Shirley MacLaine, I want to quickly talk about Shirley MacLaine. Okay. So, obviously, very <laughs> famous actress. Um, been in so much. I was going to write down a couple things she's been in, but she's just so much. So. Well, what are the big things that people might know Shirley MacLaine from in general? Um, let, let me, I'll IMDB it while I'm talking. <laughs> okay. But 
Um, so she was a follower of Jay-Z Knight. And I, a lot of people, my understanding of Shirley MacLaine, and I think is a lot of people's understanding of Shirley MacLaine, fantastic actress, yeah. very famous, very popular, and then kind of went off the rails and got like weirdly spiritual okay. and had some strange beliefs and was kind of like espousing them to people when yeah. they didn't want to her too like yeah right just like, like sharing them with people and like they're like proselytizing oh, hey. on every yeah. set <laughs> i that is what i knew without doing any research okay. like I, I knew that that's when i put this on the list that i i specifically wrote it as jay-z knight ramtha and shirley mclean because right. i knew she was wrapped up in this somehow so sure. um she used to be a follower of jay-z knight yeah she has also, I think she has also done like seminars and things like after the fact. Seminars? Like, yes, like her okay. own spiritual teachings. I think she has not gotten sued by Jay-Z Knight because she doesn't claim that she channels Ramtha. Right. She does claim that in a previous life in Atlantis, she was the brother of Ramtha. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> That they found each other. I don't know anything about this, Rob. The I'm Rob the's brother. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so silly. Yeah. <laughs> Does she channel Ramtha's brother too? Um, I get the feeling that she may, but I I don't know for sure. She wow. at least thinks she was him in a past life. Um, I'm trying wow. to just. I want to. I'm on IMDb. I just want. <laughs> Her filmography. Okay. Um. So it's okay. You can supposedly skip it. she had she, she had a following out a following out a falling out. Yeah. With Jay Z Knight at one point, and weird place that I found this on like a former Scientologist forum. There were people talking about this. I get the feeling it was like a place people go to talk about all things kind of sure. culty and yeah. This kind of direction. Once you get out of a cult, you're probably more <laughs> prone to want to talk about every cult. Yeah. So um, it seems like Jay-Z Knight had sold McLean one of those horses at one point. Oh. And she sold it to her. And the reason McLean went for it was that Jay-Z Knight told her that Ramtha said she was meant to buy it. Sure. <laughs> so she bought it. Of paid course. a huge amount of money on it. Didn't get a number on that, but these were expensive horses. And oh. the horse died a few weeks later. Aw, boo. So she complained to Jay-Z, like, hey, like, I paid a lot of money for that horse. And, like, it died. Like, it yeah. got sick and died. Like, what's going on? And her response to McLean was something along the lines of, Ramtha said it was a cosmic lesson. So you're telling me <laughs> that Ramtha told her yeah. to buy the horse yeah, and she believed you and bought the horse. And now you're saying that's the cosmic lesson. So you're telling me Ramtha's telling me not to believe you. Is that the lesson? <laughs> or Ramtha wanted your horse to die <laughs> so that For you could, no reason. so that you could learn about what it is when your horse dies. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense. She's just covering her ass. She's using the spirituality as yeah. guys to make money. 
Well, imagine if every fuck up in your life, you could be like, well, uh, I, said so. I didn't make a mistake. I was teaching you a lesson through this. Yeah. Like, what if you could just what if you could wa- wash everything away with? Well, that was a lesson. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a big problem. Yeah, It's like just it's just a stupid way to operate in the world. Hmm. She's in the movie Bernie. <laughs> Bernie? I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, with uh, Jack Black. It's based on a true story. Oh, I haven't seen that one. But yeah, I know what you're talking <clears> about. <throat> um, she was in the 2008 movie, Anne of Green Gables. Didn't see it. Um, I was in a chick flick called Rumor Has It. Never Didn't saw that it. one. Um, she was in Bewitched in 2005. Didn't see it. She played in Dora. You haven't seen anything, baby. You don't <laughs> count. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep playing this game. I'm trying to find, like, some bigger things that she was in. Jeez. She's been in a lot. Oh, Steel Magnolias. I haven't seen it. Oh, my goodness. We have to watch Steel Magnolias. Keep going. It's a classic. Keep going. Anyways. Um, Cannonball Run 2. Didn't see it. Oh, God. Have you seen Cannonball? No. Oh, my goodness. You're missing out. (laughs) (laughs) This is a game. If people uh, listening to this don't know this, I haven't seen anything. Like nothing. It's guys. unbelievable what I haven't seen. <clears throat> she had a TV series called Shirley's World for a while. Did there were seventeen that. episodes. Okay. <laughs> Shirley's World. Um, she was in something called Two Mules for Sister Sarah, and if you've seen that, I'll shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I am not. I want to see it now. The yeah. name like two meals for <laughs> Sister Sarah. A good name. Um, I mean, these are going back into like the 60s. Okay. Um, She was in like the original Ocean's Eleven. Didn't see it. As Tipsy Girl, uncredited. <laughs> Tipsy Girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, She was in The Apartment. That's like one of the big ones she was in. Didn't see um, it. Can Can. I mean, you will not have seen anything she's in. Yeah. I can't believe you don't, like, really know who she is, though. She's pretty infamous. I know the name. Yeah. That's it. You would probably know her to see her. Maybe. Like, just, like, just through osmosis, probably. Yeah, but, probably. Um, But, yeah, she, from 1955, is the furthest back, I think, onward, she's not stopped working. Oh, really? Like, she's... Pretty consistently been in something every few years. Maybe not anything big, but she's been going and she does her like spiritual stuff too. So, wow. Yeah, she's an interesting person. I could probably do an episode all about Shirley MacLaine, but I just wanted to touch on it because it's all wrapped up in all this stuff. So, right. um, Yeah, that's Jay Z Knight (laughs) and Ramtha. What an odd bird. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a nice thing to say about Jay-Z Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like a really polite way to uh, overall describe a uh, You say odd bird, I say racist piece of shit. But, (laughs) you know, it goes either way. Yeah. Um, I I just really dislike anyone having beliefs like that and stating them and then just washing their hands of it by saying, it was this 35,000-year-old being that I channel. It's funny. Like, anti-Semitism is the one, like, 
like the the classic <laughs> like bad guy belief system. I feel like <laughs> I don't know well, what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's because a holocaust was built around it. That's yes, why yes. it strikes us that way. So like to this, like if you're an anti-Semite now, it's like who? Because <laughs> you have a huge fucking cautionary tale. Yep. Like we have a we saw gigantic... where that line of thinking goes. Yeah. Why are we going down that path again? Why is that still a thing? Don't know. We thought we all learned a lesson together. I guess not. Yeah, we thought we um, agreed that was bad. And she even invokes the <laughs> fucking like ovens of the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. Wow. It's really messed up. Like as as anti-Semitism goes, that's like up there on that ladder. Yeah. I also can't get over the weird drinking game part of it. <laughs> I mean, it's I just get really it. silly to me. I get it. No one wants to drink alone. It's true. <laughs> it's nice to drink with a couple hundred people. Oh, more than that. Really? It's got to be more than that. Oh, my God. So, so you she said basically. she's got like 15,000 followers or something crazy like that? 10,000. Or okay. uh, let me. Was it 16, maybe? Why am I just making it up? 6,000 <clears throat> students. Oh, 6,000. <laughs> That's still too many. Yeah. Um, And so her place that she has. Yeah. And she had like the the horse arena i guess you'd say there and then when she stopped doing the horse thing that was converted into this ramtha wow. thing like where she gives talks okay. and she has her own website jayznight.com but there's also a separate website specifically about ramtha's teachings like they're two separate entities oh like like here's me and then here's my uh my god <laughs> well Here's me. I am Jay-Z Knight. These yeah. are the things that I've done. Yeah. And also, this is directly from Ramtha. That is the spiritual teachings of Ramtha. I just channel him, but that's all him. Boy, that's a nice line to put <clears throat> between you and whatever you want Ramtha to say. Yep. <laughs> I think want is the right word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever you choose to make that entity say. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, granted, we're like skeptics in a big way to start with. Yeah. So I think it would, in fairness, be pretty hard to convince people like us that something like this was actually happening. Yeah. But uh, when you start invoking things like Atlantis, I mean, like mm -hmm. I just run the other way. It's like, that's fine. But you got to back it up. Like, <laughs> right. Like, you can believe that. That's OK. But like you're you're making a lot of claims here. Yeah. And expecting people to buy what you're selling and you're not backing anything up. Perfect, um, perfect example of this was if you actually had a hard line to somebody from, you know, like 30,000 years ago or whatever <laughs> it was. If you had a hard line to someone like that, they could tell you things that you yeah. could go and dig up and find and prove. Yeah. They could tell you this is where this happened. You'll find these artifacts. Like they, mm -hmm. they, could, they could explain mysteries that we have yet to explain. Where is Atlantis? Right Fucking, where's Atlantis, dude? <laughs> Where did it go? Where is it? That's not even a hard one for for someone like Ramtha. That should be easy. Yeah. Where's Atlantis? Uh, you know what? I was meditating when it disappeared. I've got mm, no clue. I had my eyes closed. I was thinking about nothing. That was a part of the seven-year period where I sat on that rock. Have you asked my brother? He's my around brother. here somewhere. Find Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> She's got to know. My brother might know. He was unemployed between the years of uh, <laughs> negative uh, 30,005 and negative 30,010. So <laughs> he might yeah. have an idea. 
Um, I was gonna say something else. Oh, <laughs> I I didn't even really touch on how culty it seems like this is, but it yeah. does seem potentially dangerous. Obviously, we talked about the health stuff. Yeah, it's very bad. Um, but it there are people who seem to say like, I I think specifically the person who took the video footage. Uh, and leaked that. Yeah. I think she was saying something about like how she was wrapped up in all this and then realized how bad and wrong it was. And that's why she did this. Um, I think Jay-Z Knight was claiming there was something about like the lady's boyfriend or husband being into her and blah. And then just jealousy. And that's why she did it. Uh-huh. But the things this lady said were basically like, hey, this is really a cult. Like, you go in and they love bomb you and they make you feel great. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you then the veil falls and you yeah. realize all this stuff and you realize you're, like, enraptured by this person and all the teachings. And then you're sitting there drinking wine being told, uh, like, racist stuff about all kinds of things and <laughs> organic farmers don't bathe enough. I don't know. <laughs> it's... It continues to baffle me that these things all seem to operate the same ways. At the core of them, it's like all the same mechanics. Yeah. To because people, it works. Because it works. It's a tried and true system. How depressing is that? Yep. So any cult, any manipulative relationship, mm-hmm. it's all the same formula. Yeah. And like, so... In some of the videos I was watching about this, there were people in the comments like, how can anyone fall for this? Uh, Simpletons, like people are so stupid. I would never fall for this. And I'm like, here's the thing. Yes, you fucking would. Yes. Maybe not this one, but it gets really. Something could get you. These groups get really smart people. Yeah. They like, they don't necessarily get dummies. Like. No. They get intelligent people. They get people who are. Vulnerable. They get people who are torn. They get people who are soul searchers Mm -hmm. who like, they get people like us to some extent. People who, um, not so much now in our lives, but at one point we both were religious. Mm -hmm. And I think, I, I think I could speak for you too when I say this, but I was, I wanted to believe so badly and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't. Yep. And there was definitely a time, several times when I was searching for something, like I wanted something to believe in. I wanted something that could convince me it was real. Yeah. And that's how I found Scientology and found out how horrible it was because I was like, you know what? I've heard of this and I've really, I've only ever heard of it as like used as a joke, but I don't know, it could be legit. So I looked it up and I saw all these stories of abuse in all these videos and all the horrible stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Like the internet and yeah. like true stories from people who've gone through this kind of like any kind of cult or any dangerous group is so valuable because yeah. it prevents people like us from making a mis- the simple mistake of hearing someone out in person. Yeah. You know, we can do it from afar and be told by people who went through it so we don't make that mistake. Yeah, you don't place yourself close <clears throat> enough to be vulnerable to the kind these kind of things. You, yeah. you you have the advantage of thinking about them just with your head, not mm-hmm. with your not with your heart or your gut. Yeah. But it it gets 
they get smart people. It it doesn't matter. It's not stupid people. It's yeah. not stupid people. It's, it's just vulnerable people, people it like really you said. Is. It's in not necessarily vulnerable in the way of like destitute, but sometimes that, but mm-hmm. not in the ways that you'd think vulnerable. Like right. vulnerable in the way that I just said of like wanting something to be true for you. Yeah. And you know what makes you like believe in something and feel really good about it? When you walk into a room and everyone's telling you how fucking great you are <laughs> and how perfect it is yeah. that you're there, what a that drug. they're waiting for someone just like you <clears throat> and that, you know, yeah, sure, you have problems, but like, that's yeah. fine. Like we all did, but this is the answer to that. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this out there and you feel that there is someone or something in your life <laughs> that showers you with that feeling. Of, and it's just too good to be of true. Love and the fact that you are desperately needed and and it and it comes out of nowhere and it you know like it's good to question whether you're being manipulated yeah and and whether if it's a group or a person yeah as as, as it so often is it's a person very yeah often. who's suddenly like and and not to say like you are deserving people are deserving it's turning into a weird therapy session but like right. people are deserving <laughs> of like being appreciated yes. and valued and being told that they're awesome. Sure, but when it's but, dumped on you like buckets of it, yeah, out of nowhere by someone, you know, with no ostensible reason for doing so, you just have to be careful. That's all. Be a little skeptical. Always look for what the thing is that someone wants out of you because sometimes, yeah. and in fact, frequently, there is something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oftentimes in Jay Z Knight's case, it's lots and lots of. Cash. <coughs> sweet, sweet cash. Sweet, sweet money. Money. Are you going to continue with it? Oh, you mean like money, 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 money. Oh, no. I thought you were going with um the uh, Pink Floyd. Oh. Boom, boom. Money. Anyway. I think that's it. Uh, That's uh, That was our tirade about cults and <laughs> taking care of yourselves. In other words, what we're really trying to say is don't trust anyone who loves you. Also, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. You're great. Give us your debit card number. We'd be nothing without you. <laughs> and your debit card number. <laughs> and your mother's maiden name and also that security code on the back. You're so cool. What's your social security number? <laughs> uh, that's weird. Um, License plate number, maybe? I don't know what you could do I mean, with that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Registration? Just mail it to us. <laughs> oh. I need a car, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I need your car. Mail I me need your, keys. your car specifically. Uh, <laughs> this is fascinating. I need to see this woman speak now that you've told me <laughs> yeah. about it. Because this video in particular of the, the whole awful tirade kind of thing, it has to be out there, right? I don't know if it still is. It's got to be Because that was from 2014, and she was suing that lady. Right, but once something like Someone that is out there, to, yeah, it doesn't die. Yeah. It gets re-uploaded all over the place. Uh, so I have to see that. Yes. Uh, among other uh, parts of this, I just have to follow up on. But that was really good. I had never heard of this woman before, which is kind of amazing, because it seems I, like a lot of people know her. I only knew of her tangentially through Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. And I think that's most people's relationship with it. Um, I could have done 10 episodes on it. it yeah. There's so much more I could have looked at. It's it's a lot. Well, maybe you can spin off onto uh, Shirley MacLaine on another episode sometime. Maybe we will. We'll, we'll see what's there. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Well, that's a great episode. Thank you so much uh, for all of that research. Thank Um, you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I insist. Thank you. No, but baby, thank you. All right. You're welcome. Uh, anyway. Baby, they don't want to hear us fighting. They don't want to hear us fight. <laughs> Nobody knows what that is. Nope. Uh, so thank you again uh, for listening. Uh, we will be back next week, I presume. Um, I planned on it. I plan on it. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe we'll have a guest. I don't know. We've been talking to a lot of people about being guests lately. We've so. been floating some ideas. Uh, so eventually, sooner or later here, you're going to hear some uh, voices that aren't us, uh, also us, but with more voices that aren't us. Oh, no. I was going to quit. Oh. And really? just, like, let someone else take over. Wow. But not explain it. I should quit, too. Why don't we hand it over to someone else completely? Okay. All right. We'll see how that we goes. We won't explain it, though. We'll just let it happen, and they'll just be like... <laughs> you know what I just pictured? It's like two, like, <laughs> middle-aged Mexican men pretending to be us. I don't know. They just took over the show for us, and they're both Christy and Dave, and we're not. Oh, no, I was just thinking like it would be they go by their regular names, but like they just <laughs> never explain what happened. Just suddenly, I just I just pictured our podcast being bought by Mexico, and we're gone. <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. Why? No, not I'm question, not questioning that. I'm questioning my brain because when you said that, my first thought was the Macarena. And the what? weird thing where it was like... But that's Brazilian. I know. It's not even Mexican. <laughs> and like... But the weird thing where it was like uh, they possibly stole that song oh, or something. wait. Like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The guys that ripped off the Macarena. Yeah. Or they... No, I think the Macarena ripped it off. Oh, did they rip someone off? I think so. Maybe no. I'm thinking of something else. But you know what? I definitely am thinking of... The Crazy Dogs? The, the Crazy Dogs from Flight of the Concourse. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that was based on something real. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Anyway, this went weird. Yep, direction. No one knows what this is all about. So let's just wrap this up and talk about this to ourselves off microphone. Um, thank you for listening again to Goose Chase. Goose Chase. We will see you in another week with another episode. We love you. We, you're just fantastic. You're the best. Send us your Send us your checking account information. Yeah, just send us a blank check. Uh, send us money. We That'd love be fantastic. You. You're the. You're so good. Uh, see you in another week. We don't deserve you. We don't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod. And our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 